0: all right time for us to check in with our scott chance this morning because we're talking about the choice that people make about how many children they're going to have and i'm not sure scott if everybody consciously makes that choice or sometimes it just works out that way yeah and i think that you're probably right uh there's an article in mclean's the the out right now called one and done parenting about exactly this this uh conscious decision that some people are making and in some cases it just ends up this way like you're saying to have only one child but uh Certainly becoming a thing. Uh, one child families are the fastest growing um, family model in Canada. And I know amongst the people that I talk to, Simi, amongst sort of my peer group, that people are like consciously deciding that for a variety of different reasons. But it, it makes sense and you can definitely see it sort of happening. Uh, so I spoke with Jen Dalton. She's a writer and she's blogged and contributed to various articles. She's quoted in this article in McLean's. And uh, she has a great Instagram account called One and Done Parenting, where where she addresses all of these things, and I, I basically just started by asking her if, if she sees this too, and if it's something that she is like conscious of it actually happening intentionally here in Canada.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of factors that contribute to family size, but I think big ones that are, you know, more general in nature are people are getting married later in life than previous generations. Obviously, being married isn't a prerequisite to have children, but I do think a lot of people would like to at least have a very committed, lifelong partner before taking that leap. So delaying that, of course can limit the probability of having a second child, whether it be due to the age they find that partner or the age that they have their first child. And then, of course, cost of living is a huge one. And then, of course, home ownership is a big one. You know, like you look at Vancouver compared to 1990, the house prices are up 250 to 300%. And, of course, wages have not been in line with that at all.
0: I think a lot of everything that you're sort of talking about, people getting married later like that, I think is tied back to a lot of the same, the same things. And it kind of just, you know, everything is kind of getting pushed back and we just have less resources. But another angle is that people who who are choosing this one child thing, it, it almost seems like they're happier. Like it's a choice that they made and it's like, wow, I actually am glad that it worked out that way. Do you, do you see that? Do you notice that?
1: Yeah. Like I think People's measurement of happiness regarding family size is so personal. Um, There are studies that show that parents, especially mothers, are happiest with one child. And then there's studies that show families are happiest with four or more kids, you know. So I don't think there's a right or wrong reason here. I know for me personally, I'm the happiest with one child because it provides balance for my family in terms of my family, my marriage, my personal development, my career development. And having that balance of all those areas makes me happy. And I know for me, having a second kid would impact those areas of development that I'm striving for.
0: I have two kids and a lot of uh, my peers have two or one child. And then when we talk to people from maybe an older generation, most of the families have three or four kids. Do you think that people who are choosing to have less kids or even just one child are sort of viewed differently as maybe sort of selfish or, you know, not up to the task of being able to handle more kids? I feel like that sometimes. Like I hear it all the time. I'm like, oh, you only (laughs) have two. There's almost this attitude out there, you know?
1: No, for sure. There is judgment. Um, You know, having one child is the fastest growing family size in Canada. So it's not like it's abnormal to have one child. But I do think judgment can come from people with larger families sometimes when they think like, oh, you have it easy with one kid. That's why you get to do X, Y, Z. And, you know, maybe there is some truth to that. Maybe we couldn't do some things that we do as a family if we had, you know, a larger family. But we choose our own paths. And, there's benefits to having larger families and there's benefits to having smaller families. And I don't think we should judge people either way.
0: Are there like any sort of risks or, or downsides, maybe even like culturally to us having one child? Like we know that there are places in the world where one child has been policy and we hear things about how that could affect like economics long term, or is that something that you don't think is coming into the conversation at all yet here in, in Canada?
1: Yeah, like having two kids is still very much the norm in Canada. I think, you know, if the government wants us to have more children and being able to have it, they need to help support daycare costs. They need to make it easier for people to have one child. You know, in much of the country, we have huge hospital wait times. You know, those are stressful for parents when you have a young child who could get sick and need immediate attention. And then, of course, the cost of housing is a big one. So I think it's the surrounding circumstances that impact whether someone has one child, none, or many. Um, but in terms of actual, like, having one child, I don't think there's a negative aspect to being an only child. Right. But there could definitely be economic impact.
0: I've heard people say, like, oh, people who are only children – They're lonelier when they're older. Have you heard that? Do people take that into consideration?
1: Yeah, people do say that or they have a worry that that will happen for their child. Um, You know, I'm an only child and that is the farthest from my life. Like I can give you an example. I moved to a new city five hours away from everyone I've ever known in my whole life about a year ago. And I have probably about a community of like thirty friends right now that I made in a year.
0: Right. Yeah, I've always so, responded to that with this idea of like, well, you choose who you're. You know, it's the chosen family thing. You just it's who you invest your time with, right? That those people become your your family and the people that you sell, spend holidays with, and you know, stop you from being lonely and such.
1: And you know, you have your own family. Like you know, people like imagine oh, like when you when your parents die. That only child is all, all alone. Like assuming that that parent dies, let's just say 80, the only child when their parents die might be 55, for example. I would expect the 55-year-old to have gone through life and potentially have a romantic partner, maybe a child or two of their own, have neighbors, have coworkers, have childhood friends, have friends they made a year ago at a new hobby. You know, like to say that the sibling relationship is the only relationship that matters and is the only indicator of loneliness is just insane to me.
0: That's Jen Dalton. She's an advocate of one and done parenting. She has an Instagram account, one and done parenting. You can find it there. Lots of information. Uh, I would like to state very clearly, Simi, that I love both of my children Equally, But gosh, that seems nice only having one kid. <laughs> yeah. Wait until your kids get older and they don't believe you that you love one of them. You love them equally. Because my kids continually try to guess who the favorite child is. But we'll leave that discussion okay. for another day. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, we will. So many things you have to look forward to. Scott, thank you. You got it.